the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom. Welcome back to another episode of Chair 2 leaders glad to have you listening in i am ben south here with my good friend danny smith danny how in the world are you my friend well ben i am doing great man and uh just staying busy these days you know we've kind of been you know we're we talk sports often on this uh particular programming and um you these college football coaches have a little bit of a dead period they say uh and I feel like ministry leaders sort of have a dead period, uh, but things are going to start ratcheting up here pretty quickly with uh, Easter and then summer and then fall. And so hopefully, hopefully everybody's enjoyed a little bit of a downtime in the winter here as we get ready to gear up for uh, the next few weeks and months. Yeah, I think we're kind of in that lull of, okay, it's not winter anymore and it's not quite spring but we know it's coming. And with, with spring comes Easter. Yeah, Easter is always kind of a big day on the old calendar. You know, I find uh, it's funny that uh, Easter, even for non-churched folks, is a, it's a big holiday. I mean, they look forward to it. It's like you said, it's kind of a, a symbol of springtime. And, uh, you know, I will say I did get a notification prior to us recording of some snow that might move in overnight. So, we think spring is in the distant future here in Wyoming, but Easter certainly brings it. Uh, first time I had a Easter egg hunt here years ago when we were out this way, uh, it was like 35 degrees and spitting snow and uh, it's just different. But Easter's a big holiday, even out here with snow and potential of snow and cold weather, people still like to hunt Easter eggs and get their Easter baskets and, you know, maybe even turn into the Easter Christmas uh, church folk. Easter falls in April this year, I think, but a lot of times when it's March, you, a lot of years it's even cold back then. You've got the, all the Easter clothes, but everybody's going to wear a winter coat over it. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, we're, I, I don't know how your parents were. My mom worked for years for a uh, department store, and, uh, you know, what we wore on Easter, like, that was a big deal to her. Like, I feel like for our family and our kids, we – especially since our kids have gotten a little bit older, we don't necessarily, you know, look for an Easter outfit such as when they're young. But, uh, you know, my mom, I mean, it was like big deal. You know, it was a few times that I might've worn a tie or, you know, she's like, Hey, you need to go get a pair of, uh, we're going to get you a new pair of pants and a shirt. I mean, really up until like I graduated high school, it was just a big, big thing for my mom to make sure that we had, a new Easter outfit. And so I don't, was that a big thing for y'all? Is it still a big thing? I mean, again, my boys would wear basketball shorts year round if I let them. So, I mean, just getting them in a pair of jeans feels like it's a real win for us. Growing up, we always had matching or at least coordinating outfits. I remember the one year my mom sewed and made suits for me and my brother. I don't think we still have those, but I mean, I think mine was like a powder blue See, this was you know in the eighties, so it was, it was, it was nice. It was we were styling. 
I think we need to find that picture and post it out on the <laughs> social media. It probably uh, exists somewhere. I'm not sure. You it, and Brett, like, uh, that's uh, Brett, if you're listening, we're going to find that picture. So thankfully, that was before the world of social media, and boy, we had you to bet. you had to wait six weeks to see if a picture came out. It was all that's on exactly right, so, and Absolutely. all of ours then were on slides anyway, so we never got to see them. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And they're probably, if they're around, they faded and they have watermarks on them and everything else. And yeah, the the struggle that uh, we had back in the day. And so, yeah, I guess we had a new outfit just about every year until I went to uh, Conway to go to, well, we're our sponsor for these podcasts uh, or at Central Baptist College. So prior to my time at CBC, new Easter outfit. But at CBC, you don't have to worry about an Easter outfit because they're going to take care of you academically. Um, you can go to cbc.edu, and there you can find all kinds of information about the academics that CBC has. You can find uh, an admission counselor uh, that you can talk with. Uh, you can talk to the business office and get all the financial information that you need. CBC is well-equipped to help you reach your life and ministry goals. And so we want to encourage you to take a look at cbc.edu. Um, go online, schedule uh, a visit, schedule an appointment. And uh, they're going to take great care of you. And and you might even one day have a podcast if you go to CBC. I can't guarantee that part. Neither can they. Uh, but we are thankful for the partnership that they have for us. Central Baptist College in Conway, Arkansas. Go check them out uh, online today. And so, Ben, you know, as we think about. Uh, well, before we do that, Ben, Danny, oh, before okay. then, what a segue. I mean, you just that was just a fine art of just let's just go there. <laughs> Well, you know, that uh, you, you got to build your transitions into these there. things. And so, uh, yeah, every now and then a, a blind squirrel finds a nut, so to speak. And uh, every so often I can transition. But, uh, yeah, well, you know, as we think about Easter, though, I mean, obviously outfits might be a, uh, a big deal to some. Maybe the Easter bunny is still big uh, to some. But for ministry leaders, it really is a big weekend. Um, a lot of times it may often start either on Thursday or Friday night, depending on uh, maybe uh, how you celebrate. Typically, maybe something on that Saturday, for sure, Easter Sunday. So, Ben, probably the challenge, you know, when I was a lead pastor, uh, it was easy for me because I always knew a couple of things. I always knew we're going to have a big crowd, regardless of the size of your church. You just typically have uh, more people at church that Sunday. You are going to see that one guy that you never see in a suit throw on a tie. Um, so that's always a lot of fun. Uh, but you also know kind of what to preach on. It takes a lot of the guesswork out. Um, but maybe for the second chair leader, that Sunday looks a little bit different because you're not presenting the sermon. You're yeah, not if, in charge of these things. Right. If you're in second chair, pretty much guaranteed you're not going to preach on Easter. That's, that's right. not going to be the that's Sunday. not the Sunday he's going to ask you to preach. That's right. I mean, you may have to because of a sickness that comes up or something, but it's probably not going to be scheduled for the second chair guy to preach on Easter Sunday. So you know you're not going to be doing that. So I think that's Easter right. may look a little bit different. So I think there's a few things that if we're looking at Easter from the second chair, what are our priorities to do when we're in those type of roles? And I think one of the first thing is we've just got to be one a team player. We've got to be ready to do whatever the team needs that weekend because there's going to be more people, most likely. Most likely there's going to be new outreach. There's going to be some confusion, possibly people needing to know where things are, where to go. And we just need to be ready to be a team player, first and foremost, coming into the Easter weekend. 
Yeah, this is really where that partnership mentality comes into play between your staff and and your lead pastor. There, uh, you know, I as a lead pastor, you know what you're going to preach on, but there is some pressure for that particular sermon to uh, not necessarily make it fresh or make it new, but certainly to maybe just not make it the same sermon that you preach every single time. So I think in that chair too, you have an opportunity uh, as a staff to really make sure that a lot of unnecessary distractions, um, maybe unnecessary uh, complications can can be smoothed out. If you'll just have that partnership mentality, this is, um, yeah, uh, you know, being your missions and education and discipleship, um, but doesn't mean that if over in the children's area that a little bit of extra set of help is needed that you can't, you know, slide to that spot or same thing for youth in college or, uh, you know, and, and a lot of times the music guy has a, a lot of uh, responsibility as well. But I think you're right. I think a team player, uh, that partnership mentality says, I'm here because this is a weekend that if there's ever a weekend that my lost neighbor, my lost coworker may come to church and actually understand the significance of it is this weekend. So I want to do everything in my power to make that go as smoothly as we can. We know that spiritual warfare is real. We know that there are going to be hiccups. You can have your Easter egg, uh, hunt or as now I don't see that out this way too much uh, in terms of what I'm about to say, but there, I know there's a couple of places we'll have a helicopter being, I don't know if they do that in your area, but I know up in uh, like the Batesville area, there was a helicopter and they drop Easter eggs. You, you really got to be a team player right there, right? You got to make sure that somebody's not getting hit in the head with a, with an Easter egg, but yeah, just, just have that partnership mentality to say, Hey, I'm here to make sure that we can greet people um, that there's going to be follow-up to be had. And I want to make sure that I'm just, any help I can give, I want to give to that weekend. Yeah, I'm, you're going to have your responsibilities in your area, but I think when it comes to Easter weekend itself, you need to realize I'm I'm a kingdom worker this weekend more than I'm just a children's, just a youth, just a music, whatever, you know, it's a put me in coach wherever you need me type mentality we need to have on that weekend because there's going to be more people, more things to do. But I think in addition with that, you know, we say, hey, not necessarily the focus on your position as much as team, but also you need to have a lot of focus on your specific area of responsibility because there's more stuff that's coming in and you need to make sure that you're ready for it. Make sure you've got all your supplies, especially if you're in students or kids and um, or any area in the church, you, you need to have the things you need ready to go. Don't be last minute getting things done on Easter because something's going to come up that's going to throw a, you know, a wrench in the plan, but be ready for the weekend. Have your stuff there. That way you're able to be more of a team player if somebody in another area needs you, if the things in your specific areas of responsibility are well covered. Yeah, I think so. You know, it, sometimes there's a rhythm uh, to ministry. So for example, if you work with college students, there's a great chance that a lot of your college students, especially being in, in a town like Conway, where the colleges exist. Now, where I'm at, people may come home to it, whereas where you're at, people may leave. And so maybe the college minister in a town like Conway knows what I typically have on a Sunday is probably going to be less because they're all going home. Maybe not. So it's recognizing that rhythm and balance because you want to be ready. But at the same time, being able to slide over and help other people out. Uh, whereas the worship leader, I mean, if there's anybody else that has a, a lot on their plate on an Easter Sunday, sometimes outside the senior pastor is the guy that leads the music or the choir or the praise team or whatever it may be. 
And so it's recognizing that if my load is a little less, just because the nature of my ministry doesn't lend itself towards Easter, I'm going to be free to move up and do. But I think you're absolutely right. If we feel like we're juggling a lot of things, a lot of families in our churches feel the same way. So your volunteers may have people coming over for lunch, maybe trying to do some type of family thing that afternoon. And so making it as easy as possible for them by being ahead of the curve, by not procrastinating, by not putting it off, um, get that done. Take that worry and that stress off by, A, recognizing if I have a lighter week, I can slide over. But also at the same time, I want to make sure everybody has what they need to make sure that they can just focus on ministry and not have any stress um, outside of a little bit higher stress time. That's right. And by you creating margin in your ministry, it creates space for you to serve elsewhere. And so you, you can be a better team player if you are ready in your specific areas of responsibility. I think it says a lot too. And and this, you know, really goes back to what you've already said, but I mean, think of being a team player, that partnership, but if we could add one more word to that, just servant leadership. Um, you know, this weekend, again, for most churches is a boost in attendance. It's a boost in, for lack of a better word, maybe performance aspect of our jobs. People will maybe see you a little more than they normally do. Uh, maybe you are going to be stepping up because the lead pastor is sick. But that servant mindset reminds us that I want to make sure people see me serving. So they may see Ben, who has no responsibility with children, all of a sudden in the nursery, you know, helping take kids in, get them checked in, helping these families out. Maybe it's raining like crazy on Sunday morning and you're out with the umbrella helping people get out of the car. Um, that creates uh, an understanding that at, at core of what we do, we are servants of the Lord, that we want to serve his people. We want to serve his church and that that there's no task, whatever it may be. You know, the, the toilet's overflowing. Well, I can't call maintenance. I am maintenance in that moment. So serving is really just that team aspect. It's helping create that margin in space, but it's just modeling really that that there is no greatest in this in this church, that we all work and serve uh, together. And, you know, being able to show and model that I think says a lot to our people. I think I would just add one more word to those that we've talked about so far for me, and then I'll let you talk. Um, I would say, you know, be a team player, be ready, and then be there. Don't be um, AWOL on Easter weekend. And I don't mean just, hey, yeah, I'm going to show up for work, but be be present. Uh, be in the moment, um, ready to genuinely connect with people. Don't be so, hey, I've got to greet everybody here that you miss a moment to minister individually to someone, but also don't be so engaged in things that you're missing opportunities to speak to others and to talk to others. Because this weekend, there are going to be some people there. This may be the first time you've seen them in church this year, maybe in a year. So make sure you're you're getting there to them, greeting them, talking with them, encouraging them. And just even simple things like asking their name if you don't know their name. I mean, say, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. And remind me of your name. Just simple things like that that uh, put those connections there for people who are coming on Easter. So and that, it, it kind of all goes together. Be that team player. Well, you can be a better team player if you're ready. Well, if you're ready, you also have more time to be present and there because you're not scrambling around getting things done. You're able to actually go and greet and talk and encourage 
and just um, be among the people on Easter. Yeah, I think uh, that's all such good reminders. Again, I think things that we know, but um, I, I think probably, you know, as you think about, right, so be a team player, you know, be prepared, be ready, you know, serve the Lord well, uh, be present. Those are things we all know, but we just have to be reminded. I do anyway. I have to be reminded, hey, it's a fun weekend. All right. So maybe your church isn't dropping eggs from a helicopter. Maybe they're not even, you know, maybe they're not even going to have an Easter egg hunt. Just enjoy the weekend. Serve that community. Serve your people well with the gospel. Let it be an opportunity to, like you said, meet those folks that haven't either been there all year or folks that are new and just really keep the main thing the main thing. This is an opportunity for people to hear the good news of Christ all over again whether that's going to encourage them as they are as believers now, or hopefully uh, folks that don't know Christ to come to Christ. I mean, I think we get really wrapped up in the programming aspect of it. I mean, we're all guilty of that. I said earlier, there's a little bit of performance aspect to this, um, especially when it feels like the church down the road just put on this magnificent event. Hey, that's okay. Pray that God uses it. Pray that God brings glory to himself out of it. But also whatever level of outreach and ministry you do, just do it all for the glory of God. This is not about us outdoing the other church. It's not us outdoing others. And, you know, being talking about that being there, being present, I don't know if there's any lead pastors that listen to this, but I know it always encouraged me when the lead pastor would show up to the Easter egg hunt. Maybe, maybe it wasn't his event to be at. Um, and I know it sounds silly to think that the lead pastor wouldn't be there, but it happens, right? It happens. And they go, well, that's why we have the children's minister. Well, it is. But, you know, what an encouragement. Maybe you are totally disconnected from children's ministry. Go anyway. Bring your family. Well, if your kids are gone, go be grandparents to uh, some other kids that weekend. Um, there's just ways of encouraging and helping. And, you know, the, the Easter weekend can be a real uh, encouragement to you if you will make it less about performance and more about really that whole purpose of making sure people hear the gospel clearly in whatever setting they're in and just being a help to others so that you can take some of that distraction uh, away from it. So yeah, there's there's a lot to get excited about. And again, it's about to pick up. Um, your, your busy season's about to get here. And so take a breath and be ready and jump in there and go. Yeah, I think, you know, Easter, when it's going to be just a couple weeks away, it's not too late to do something special, to make the day special. Um, it's a special day. It should be. I mean, it's the Super Bowl for Christians. I mean, I, the truth is most people who are going to be coming are those who are either probably grew up in the church or have been out of church. You're not going to get many just people who are not connected to the faith in some way coming on Easter. It's just another Sunday for them. They just happen to get candy that day. Um, but make it special. Do something special. You've still got time to do that. You don't have to go all out. You don't have to do the big thing that every church down the street is doing, but do make it special where you are in your ministry. And what you said about the lead pastors supporting all those other activities is absolutely true, but that goes for the other chair too, guys, as well. Support the other ministries where you can um, and offer to help, be there to support. Uh, the other guys will appreciate it as well. Absolutely. And you know what? Go buy some candy and hand it out to whatever kids show up. It'll be a fun Sunday. And uh, hey, and I will say one more quick thing. If you get called 
because your lead pastor is sick, just keep the main thing the main thing. You don't have to be cute and funny. <laughs> just yes. just get up there and uh, preach Christ and his resurrection and you're going to be just fine. There you go. That's what you do. You don't, you don't have to impress anybody that day. They're expecting to hear the story of the resurrection. Well, thanks for joining yes. in to Chair Two Leaders this week. We're glad you listened in. Make sure you like and comment and share from wherever you get podcasts. It helps other people find us too. And we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Chair Two Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates. And make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair Two Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.